Lost Athlete Podcast. This is episode number 30. So we are officially about to start a midlife crisis according to this podcast age now, uh, which is wonderful. Uh, and on this podcast, uh, we're just a group of guys uh, talking about anything that really interests us, everything from Marvel stuff to sports. Uh, so just whatever's going on in our lives. Uh, we've only got half the cast here today, uh, but there's still plenty to talk about. And also, just as a disclaimer, don't worry if my arm looks terrible. Someone just messed up a blood draw. I am fine. So just wanted to put that out there. The person has been dealt with. <laughs> the person has been dealt with. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, geez, it was pretty brutal. <laughs> <laughs> so how's everybody been doing? Raj, how you doing? Exhausted, tired. <laughs> uh, your squid is your squid is at least smiling. Yeah, or good. your octopus or whatever it is. Yeah. Just didn't realize. Oh, oh, no. oh man! Now, oh, it no. now, he's now it matches oh. everything. Okay, no, now no. it matches Raj Black hoodie. Well, you know, yes. Peter, I'm doing good. good. Um, shout out to my mom. My mom told everyone. She told me and my sister when she was like when she was like when we were in like second young grades that she was always thirty and that she would never like not be thirty. <laughs> so every year we celebrate her thirtieth birthday, no matter what That's age. Really she turns. Um, yeah. So. This episode reminded me of that because it's episode 30. And so one day I walked into my second grade class and they were like, I was like, my mom just like, they were asking what our age of our parents was because like, we're young and we want to know that. And I was like, my mom's 30. And my teacher was like, holy crap. Like your mom is like young, super young. Yeah. She was like, okay, she's super young. So my mom walked in um, and then (laughs) she was like, I'm not 30. (laughs) Like to my my teacher, like we're back to school night or whatnot. Um, and she proceeded to be called uh, Baby Miss Curtis every Baby single Miss Curtis. by my teacher for like years to come <laughs> because awesome like I told teacher. every cause I told everyone my mom was thirty. So like I think she turned forty eight for nine a couple years ago, uh, maybe it was last year. And we got her like thirty thirty balloons. So yeah, like, of course it's a it's a running gag always always thirty. Uh, my grandmother I don't think has ever turned over twenty two. <laughs> she's been twenty two for the last fifty years of her life. That's um, so good. So. <laughs> We're just vibing with that, but yeah, that's what the episode reminded me of. We're doing good out here. I think the second week of school is yeah. completed pretty much. I think Raj and I don't have Friday classes. Peter, do you have any Friday classes? I got classes? two Friday classes, but I don't oh, never mind. class, so, thank God. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Spanish, so we'll be fine. Ooh, Spanish. Yeah. Um, I think Raj and I kind of decided today we might both take medical Spanish. Um, yeah. What? Seriously? Is, that's awesome. Yeah. That's exactly what um, I want to I didn't. Even, I didn't even know the, it was a class. That's awesome. But I am nervous because I knew a lot of Spanish going into high school. Um, well, in high school, I knew a decent bit of Spanish. Yeah. I took up a Spanish four. I got my bad literacy <laughs> stamp. And I haven't spoken, like, more than Puerto or Albano since I left Spanish. And now I'm like, I hope there's – I got to, like, read the course description before I, like, enroll in it yeah. next semester. Because I'm like, if they're coming in with, like, you need to know, like, Spanish three-type knowledge, like, you need to be able to, like, conjugate your verbs. Like, nah, oh. <laughs> that's not going to work. That's not going to work. I mean, I'm See, assuming it would be – it would probably be, a, like, relatively basic because it's just, like, que te duele, like, what hurts. <laughs> like, point to it and, like, then you can go from there. Um but yeah, that's a that's a really interesting course. Ay ay ay, mi boca. What is wrong with you? <laughs> your mouth? Why would your whatever <laughs> ignoring you? That's the Spanish <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Why is that what you remember? My mouth. Ay ay ay, mi boca. <laughs> Why? I'm, tr- well, I'm trying to remember when they taught us. Like, remember when we'd be in like elementary school, or like they tried to teach us Spanish at a younger age in public school in Jersey. And like we would do the head, shoulders, knees, and toes song. 
so I just that's uh, all you remember. I've reverted back to that. <laughs> like, I, re- I remember doing grade. that. It's funny. From like fourth grade. Unfortunately, yes. The other words I know, I'm not allowed to say because they are profanity. Oh, because yeah. Let's, oh, let's yeah, leave. Let's leave them off the pod today. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Um, for those listening, unfortunately, it is a little bit sad day. Today yes. is Thursday, and we are recording this and releasing it tomorrow. So at this time, uh, Queen Elizabeth II has died, which at 96, like, what a legend. Yeah, um, a long life. Like, I saw the news story, like, yesterday or this morning that she was sick, and the doctors were advising her to, like, be down. I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know. Like, she's 96 years old, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, she passed away later. It's, like, very interesting because, like, at least for – Queen Elizabeth. I don't know much about the royal family, but I did know about her. It feels like she's kind of like transcended like a lot of like people just because like she's such a well known figure over in England. Mm-hmm. Um, even like very famous like U.S. politicians and ex presidents are posting about it. Yeah, and it's just crazy because it's like a person who's not really even involved in the government over in mm-hmm. England, and it's just like I don't know. It's weird that like she's just like she passed away, and like everybody, yeah. yeah. Like, everybody's very involved in that. And I mean, it's crazy because, like, she's been the queen for 70 years. Like, she was 26 when she became the queen. Yeah. And it's, I think it was, like, what, 1952 or something like that she became the queen? Like, that is insane. Like, the amount of time that she's just, like, been, like, one of the most, like, famous and, like, well-recognized, like, icons, like, in the world. Like, for that amount of time is, like, wild to wrap your head around. And think about what you are in office for. Like, well, not, I mean, it's not really office, but, like, think about what you see. Like, when you're, if you took it in 1950, if you took control in 1950, you, like, you watched the end of World War II. You watched a bunch of other wars. You lived through the Cold War. You, like, lived through the boom of technology. Mm-hmm. Like, the change in medicine. Like, multiple, like, pandemic-level events. Um, Just, like, you see, like, pretty much everything. And I've talked to my grandmother about this before. Like, she saw... Like, even Queen Elizabeth and, like, my grandmother, they, they, like, were there for, like, Apollo 11 to land. Yeah. Like, that's, it's crazy to think we went from that to, like, we're launching up shuttles all the time. We don't go back to the moon much now. We're launching things, like, every day, basically. Yeah. And we don't go to the moon because, like, it wouldn't be, like, a challenge. That was the point of going to the moon was, like, to show that we were, like, superior. Mm -hmm. But we don't even need to do that anymore because it wouldn't be that hard. It's, like, we already have all the information we, like, relatively need. Yeah. We went from, like, we went from this being, like, a big task where those astronauts didn't know if they'd make it back home to now being like, is it cost effective? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's just crazy to think that like someone's seen that much. Um, and Bennett, like the public, I mean, I can't even imagine being like under scrutiny and like being watched for 70 years. And there's been some stuff with the Royal family. Um, from what I know, like a lot of drama and stuff. Yes. Um, and you're like there for 75 years of it. I mean, like they talk about how much presidents age in office. Yeah. And like here's yeah. Queen Elizabeth out here Dude. under public eye for 75 years and she lives to 96 years old. Yeah. Like there's the photo of Obama, like before and after both of his terms. Like he looks like he aged like 50 years. Like yeah. he came in, like he looked like a, he looked relatively young. I think he was like late 40s by the time he like became president. And then coming out of it, it was like he had like gray hair, like so many wrinkles. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Just, like, an interesting thing to start off our uh, podcast with. So yeah, a very historical Love the royal family. Yeah, if we're... I will never forget the day. I mean, maybe I won't remember the exact day, but, like, I'll be like, yeah, I remember where I was when Queen Elizabeth died because, like, they were talking about this is the first time anyone's going to take, like, the head of the, the throne of the royal family in 75 years. Yeah. It's, it's... Like, 
wild. No one, barely anyone around, like the life expectancy for a male is 73. So like not many people are around to see what the transition to power looks like. No one might be alive. Yeah. Who knows what that transition to power looks like. Um, so I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, really I don't really have much else to say about it, but yeah. it, it'll be interesting. I remember I, I saw a Philip DeFranco video on TikTok that told me the queen was dead. And I like my brain melted at that point. I was like, wow, this is where I'm getting my information from. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. You'll never forget that. You'll be like, no. you'll tell your kids, like, I remember Queen Elizabeth died. I watched a Philip DeFranco video. Yep. Meanwhile, I was told by my x-ray tech as I'm walking to get a patient today. I'm like, hold oh, up. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hold up, what? <laughs> yeah. Imagine just like passing somebody in the hallway just that just because the queen is dead. <laughs> just like, I'm like huh? Huh? <laughs> wait just a minute. In that, <laughs> yeah, just in that type of way. I was uh sitting in history and I, I had already known the like I said, I had already known the queen was like sick and like being advised like being watched by medical professionals and then i saw someone say rip the queen and i was like okay someone's got misinformation like she's just sick right now yeah um, i didn't think it would happen so fast and i like look on twitter i was like oh no the queen's actually dead yeah and my grandmother uh not the one i was talking about earlier but um she's like really big in the royal family like she follows it and i was like i text my dad like hey you gotta check on grandma like the queen just died oh my <laughs> she's gonna be just she's gonna be destroyed <laughs> she's gonna be disheveled Oh my god! Yeah, you had to check on her. That's hilarious. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, in other news, uh, today's the NFL kickoff, as it just happened. Uh, it's the Bills versus the Rams. Josh uh, Allen with two points already. They're currently driving down the field. Uh, yeah. So this is the start of our fantasy football league. Football's uh, back. Football is back. We're all incredibly excited about that because. Damn, it sucked not having sports for a long time. Aaron Donald looks so scary. <laughs> yes, Raj. Yes, he is. That's a great take on the NFL season, um, it Football, more than anything else, is just a vibe. Like, the cold weather, like, Sundays, just, like, watching games while doing, like, work in your room. Like, yeah. chilling out. Like, I don't know. That's just, like, a vibe for me. Like, I'm excited to, like, watch football this Sunday mm -hmm. and just kind of, like, hang out. And actually, no, I have volunteering on Sunday. <laughs> but let's pretend i like i could on sunday do that that's what i would look forward to doing yeah um so i don't know it's it's nice um to have football back again nothing's been really going on the track season just concluded today so even those like small meets that were going on yeah um i was watching but it, not, not not like football i mean and i mean the most important thing is we all have a horse in the game right now because we have fantasy teams and yes. I, for one, at least, spend way too much time oh, worrying about my fantasy checking team. Checking the rosters, looking at their injury reports, like, looking at waiver not, wires, just... Not even that, I just stress out so much. Like, I, <laughs> it's so bad how much I care about fantasy football. Like, especially oh my, my family league, because I, I talk a lot of crap in my family league, because I'm, like, the one who knows football the most. Yeah. And, like, sometimes things are out of your control, mm -hmm. and I talk I talk a lot of crap, and sometimes, you know, I, I didn't do well last year, and... I have, a, I have some, I have to prove myself this year. So like my players need to play well. Yeah. Oh no. I have the say I get so stressed watching football, especially when like, I like the team and I just realized, I don't think we talked about, I think this would be the first podcast since the backyard brawl. I just realized that. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. This is the first one back. So 38, for those, 31, for those who don't know, um, Pitt and uh, West Virginia University have a very long-standing rivalry in football. Um, although Pitt has been pretty dominant over the past couple of years, I think it's like a sixty-something to forty-something series, and I think like yep. one tie or something like that. But 
Um, yeah, it's been uh, very interesting, uh, the post game, because we did win in a very kind of miraculous way. Um, uh, pick six right towards the end of the game and then a drop pass uh, to seal the game away uh, by West Virginia. Um, but yeah, during that game, uh, I know at least Raj and I, we, we have our Apple Watches. We were checking our heart rates. Uh, I think Raj's was around Touchdown 150. Bills. And um, that's awesome. And I think my heart rate, I think the peak was 175. I think my heart rate was at one point. Mm. Uh, it was when West Virginia was driving right before the pick. And then my heart just like slowed down because I was like, oh my God, we're winning. It's okay. I cannot, I don't have to panic anymore. But yeah, like I get so stressed when I watch any kind of football all the time. It's crazy. I, I we, think that says you need our, to do more cardio. We lost our voices. Oh my god! Well, because we also did paint some interesting words onto ourselves, which we could I mean, say it on the pod. I yeah, I guess we. I, I mean, honestly, we. I yeah, it's already on social media. Yeah, uh, we did paint on ourselves. Uh, JT sucks toes uh, because there's a very infamous photo of the West Virginia quarterback sucking a woman's toes. We're assuming it's consensual, so. I don't know really what else. I mean, to say she, about did, that. she did take it. She did take it. She did take a picture of it. So. It was. A, I'm pretty sure it was a Snapchat selfie of it. I think and he, he sent it to someone else. And he sent it to somebody. Oh, so interesting. Yeah, I don't really know. Oh my god, I just realized it was uh, Gabe Davis that caught that touchdown. He's on my fantasy team. I'm so happy right now. Anyway, <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> um, he's actually on both my fantasy teams. Um, but yeah, it was an absolutely amazing atmosphere at that game. Um, because it's a huge rivalry. Uh, West Virginia, uh, well, Pitt lives rent free in West Virginia's heads because For sure. they Nine, just Pitt six. Yeah, they because they just like I don't know what their deal is. They just love telling us to eat some excrement. Uh, if you can get the ring to that, it's uh, eat blank uh, rhy- pit. Rhymes with pit. Yeah, rhymes with pit. Starts um, with us. Yeah, and they just, they try so hard to just always say that, and it's funny the first time, but then when you hear it 75 times, it's like, okay, this isn't creative at all, and also, when we win, it's like, you can keep saying that all you want, the scoreboard speaks for itself, so, don't really care. Yeah, um, it was, I was pretty stressed out for a while, I'm not gonna lie, um, I was sitting by a bunch of West Virginia people because I was in like general admission, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't have been there. It was like a little stressful the whole time because I was like, somebody actually bought those seats probably. So like I was like, we could get kicked out at any moment because there's no uh, seating over in the student section. Um, but I was like getting a secondhand embarrassment for a while because like it didn't look good, and I yeah. was like, oh my god, if I'm sitting over here, yeah, like, they were like cordial. They weren't gonna like like tear us down but they were definitely gonna talk their stuff and i was like i don't want to hear it like i was yeah. like i want like this is gonna suck i was like i was talking all this crap about how we we're gonna destroy them today yeah and i was like if we lose this is gonna be so sad i'm gonna be so embarrassed and thank yeah. god we won because it was great seeing that like when, when they got the, we got the pick six and everyone was like cheering the west virginia fans were dead oh they're sitting down they were quiet they were upset and i was like this is great. Like this is the peak of my life. Exactly. And then there's the West Virginia fans in this our student section. I don't know why they decided to do that. They came through like the top part. I don't know. I think it's because security. Like there's only so much security can yeah. do. And there's so many people there because it, it was the biggest uh, mm-hmm. event at Heinz Field slash Acushire Stadium. 
um because it was like seventy thousand six hundred people there Mm -hmm. um which is more than there are seats so people just bought standing tickets which is crazy but yeah, there were a ton of West Virginia fans in the student section. I don't know why they decided to do that. Maybe they wanted to chirp. But they did. I, I saw, yeah, obviously. But I saw a lot of Snapchats of people recording them, and they're just sitting there like, because mm-hmm. well, that's the thing. It's like if you're going to come into the student section, you better get ready if you don't win to catch some heat. Like, yep. it goes <laughs> both ways. Like, if you want to talk trash, you're going to get trash talked at you. Like, it's how, how the cookie crumbles, man. And you know That's what? Ultimately would be... Go ahead, Rush. Uh, I was just going to say, we're just going to see him in Morgantown next year and do the same thing. Yep. I'm really excited um, for next year because likely it'll be our senior year. My Raj and I's schedules for sure will lighten up a little bit more. Peter, I have to imagine yours will too. Yeah. Um, road so trip. it'll road be exciting because like, I'm totally like totally going to Morgantown. Like, yes. Oh, yeah. That would be so fun. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, and yeah, I mean... If you part of being a fan is being able to deal with like the flack, and if you if you're gonna talk crap, like you're gonna have to accept it. Oh man, there's a fire truck. I hope no one can hear that. Um, no, you're good. But uh, I shout out to like a pod we did a really long time ago where we had a fire truck. Um, appearance. <laughs> but anyway, um, no part of being a fan is being able to catch the flack, and I hate when people can't take it. Like it, I remember we lost the Miami game last year, and. We were walking back and we were getting like not like heckled, but like a lot of fans were like talking crap to like me and my family. But like, you just take it. Like that's I was talking crap during the game and like it goes both ways. As long as no one's like assaulting you, then like I don't know, and you just deal with it. Word like uh, I know I heard about a kid um, from Pitt that got jumped by West Virginia fans after the game, and they actually broke his leg. Uh, that was I see. Yeah, oh no, very classy. And then as we were walking through the parking lot, you just had West Virginia fans who were clearly, it was it was a group of three of them. So one of them was clearly driving home. They were all drinking though. So, you know, gotta love drinking and driving. It's so good Absolutely. for everybody out there. Yeah. I told them to stay classy. Not, a- not actually. No, yes, the very sarcastic. Please don't drink and drive for the love of God. It is so dangerous. But uh, yeah, it was very fun. But the probably the all-time quote of the night was some random guy that was rooting for Pitt that was walking through the parking lot as well. And it just, just a nobody just goes, they're quiet now, <laughs> and just keeps walking. It's like, okay, like, cool. Well, yeah, good for you. Dude, and the amount of trash they left in the parking lot. Yeah, it was, was bad. Like, people were spiking bottles and stuff, so there was just glass everywhere. It was, yeah, it was a real classy moment by, by West Virginia. Yeah. I was drinking some iced coffee going into the stadium, and I, like, finished it up real quick. Like, I had to get to the trash can, like, right off the stadium and make sure I throw it away. And the whole trash can was just, like, overflown. So I, like, put the iced coffee, like, right on the top of the trash can and was like, sorry, like, I can't put it in the trash can. It's too full. Uh, yeah. I don't really know the solution to that, but I feel like there needs to be more trash cans because, like, even though you'd hope other people throw out their stuff, like, They're not going they to. don't. But if you don't have enough trash can space and, like, there's nothing else to do, like, I didn't have any place to put my cup so i was either gonna get yelled at as i walked into the stadium or i could have like put it on the floor near the trash can and hope that like someone took it out so yeah it's but yeah game was wild um yeah it really was we talked about last time how i have a bunch of freshman residents um that i look after and (laughs) i was talking to a lot of them i was talking to a lot of them and like they were like yeah it's crazy like our first football game um was west virginia game and i was like it's wild i mean 
our first football game, what it was COVID, but like Austin P fifty five to nothing. Oh um, last God. year we played last year we played a really joke game, I think, for the first game of the year. It was year. UMass. Um it was UMass, yeah. It was a yeah, cake yeah, walk. UMass. I think we dropped like forty five. Like, yeah, and those games are those games are fun because like you get the automatic dub, but people are leaving after halftime at the third oh, quarter. Yeah, it's like um, yeah. just to get home early because yeah. it's not a good game. But just to see like everyone be hyped till the very end of the game, um, and just kind of see. I mean, we had a good football year last year, so I think a lot of people are looking at um, yeah. the Panthers right now, and it was just cool to like get the recognition and also have a good competitive game. Um, I would I would have rather had that game and win than blow out West Virginia because I think the energy was there the whole game and it was really fun. Definitely didn't have my voice the day after. Oh no! Yeah, I was wow. like even during that game. Like, uh, Raj can attest to this. Like, when we had the pick six, like, I wasn't even celebrating. I was, like, on, like, another level. I was, like, just in pure shock yep. of, like, what was happening. And, like, the next day I woke up, I'm like, what is happening? Like, I couldn't, like, speak at all. Completely lost my voice. I was still, like, had, like, so tired because we were up till, like, 2 a.m. trying to get out of there because traffic was so bad. Like, it was absolutely insane. <laughs> You so know, like waking up the next day and just rolling into Spanish class was. I don't wild. know how you, I don't know how you did that. I was in Spanish class. I walked in there and there was a dude in the seat behind me that lost his voice even worse than I did. It was crazy. All right, so you ready for this? Yeah, I got I got home. I got to my girlfriend's apartment at one a.m. Um, we, me and my friend and her, we ate some pasta when we got home because we were a little hungry. And I walked back home. I went to bed at two a.m. I woke up at five a.m. Um to go shadow in the pediatric ICU. So I, I slept three hours. My voice was like gone. And I like got into the, I got into the ICU. So I like, talked to the people and they were like, Oh, didn't you guys have a football game last night? I was like, yeah. And then like, they were, they were sitting there doing rounds and I was like fighting, fighting, going to sleep. So I was like standing like the whole time, like listening. And I was still like fighting the urge to fall asleep, like fully upright. I got home after that and I just crashed for like three hours. Um, to make up some, it was absolutely wild. Um, but it was a Thursday night game, which makes it tough because, like, yeah, we have stuff to do on Friday. Yeah, yeah, it really was because, like, Friday it was like I just like I think we just sat in our house like the entire yeah. day, pretty much. It's like I don't want to do anything. Like, like just I like just, just frozen sleep. Like, yeah, exactly. We just we frozen. Go to the gym. I think I left no. my room a total of like two times. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. I saw you during one of those times, and you're like. I haven't left my room in 13 hours. <laughs> and this is like six o'clock and you're like, I just woke up. And this is like a raspy voice. I'm like, yeah, I just woke up. Uh, yeah, it's just an exhausting experience going to a game the whole day. Um, especially if you're like screaming and yelling the whole time. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're talking about for a seven o'clock game, getting there at like 2 p.m. to start tailgating and then going in um and the stadium opened at 4 30 then chilling out until 7 and then the game lasts till 12 you get home at like 2 and it's just like it's a long that's like a more than a work day and then yeah. we probably had classes we had classes in the morning so like yeah it is what it is but it is um, what it is. i went to the gym in the morning oh my god wait i had a i had i that's where the blood draw happened the next day that was the friday because oh, <laughs> yeah. i got it done on friday that's yeah. That's why this happened. And the guy was maybe like, your uh, maybe your uh, phlebotomist had a little bit too much fun at the football game, and that's why your oh, you know up. what? That must have been what it was because he was probably just having such a good time with the game that he's like, oh yeah, like I could see your vein, and the, because I was so confused, like when he was doing it, it was so weird. Like I'm sorry to just take a complete detour, but like because like I have like barely defined veins, like it's really not hard to find them, 
And then he's like, all right, squeeze your hand for me. I'm like, uh, okay, like, can you not see? I mean, and he already has, like, the tourniquet on my arm. So I'm like, can you really not see this? Like, all right. And then, like, I have to, like, squeeze my hand, like, open it up, whatever. And then as he's doing it, this is going to get very nasty for any listeners that are, like, squeamish about, like, blood or anything. Just skip ahead, like, 30 seconds. But he, like, poked it and then started, like, moving it a little bit, like, in my arm. I was like, I was like, I was like, like, I didn't, like, say anything. Roger, are you trying, are you trying to lose us viewers right now? Stop with the fake, stop. (laughs) You don't have actual needles in them, or we're going to get demonetized anyway. Stop. (laughs) We can't get demonetized if we're not monetized in the first place. <laughs> well, I'm going to Life crisis. Please, please support the podcast. Please support the podcast. Please. Yeah, but it was just very, it was a very weird experience because, it, like, it hurt more than, like, they usually do. Because, like, obviously I've had blood drawn before for, like, these, like, uh, TV tests. And, like, before it was just, like, you know, little pinch, nothing else, that's fine. But this, like, actively hurt after I left, like, almost immediately. And I was like... That's weird. Something's off here. I know. I was like, that's like really weird. Like whatever. And it like hurt like for like most of the day. It's kind of just like sore. So like, yeah, it's fine. Then I wake up the next day and it's just like black. And I'm like, oh, that's good. That's really good. Because there's like, you can't really see again. Sorry for any viewers. But like these like very defined like purple-ish lines were like all over my arm. Like everywhere. It's a lot better now. It's kind of just like a solid bruise. So it is healing. Thank God. But. It was very bad for, for a little bit. Yeah, for, for any listeners or viewers that can't really make it out, it literally looks like a crime scene on, like, Peter's, like, arm. It's, cr- it, it's like, and, big, too. Because it's, like, not only is yes. it down my arm, it's up my arm. It is up from where they actually would take the blood. So, like, I don't even know how and that re- happens. And really, what I would, the, at most, what you expect from a blood draw is, like, you might have, like, a little bit of bruising, like, on, on the vein itself, like, in the elbow junction. Um, not all over your arm. Um, yeah. Like sometimes you, you don't really even expect to have a mark, but at most you expect to have just a tiny bruise, not one that's yeah. like over your whole arm and you literally, you literally can't cover up. Yeah. It was, it's crazy. Like it is never would have expected that, especially from our Lord and savior UPMC, but I guess that happens. Every it, once is in a while. it is what it is. Oh, well, I'll live. rock it with internal bleeding. <laughs> I guess we are. <laughs> I guess we are. Well, ba- yeah. well, back to the football season. Yes. Um, we'll get some a few predictions on the pod so that we can be wrong about it and bring it up in about yes. four or five months' time. Uh, what is everyone's Super Bowl? Actually, we'll start there. What are your like? What are you thinking about going into the season? Like, where do you think your team's going to go? Like, what are your kind of just what's on your mind entering the NFL season like, as a whole? Me, Gosh. me, me. Uh, let's see. Eagle season to prove. Uh, Bengals season to prove there weren't a Cinderella team that just made it to make it. Uh, let's see. Um, Bucks, you know, the Bucks are going to win that division, probably. I'm, like, going division by division. Uh, Cowboys, we know every year, oh, we're going to go win the whole thing, whatever. They're not, they're going to, they may go to E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Eagles, exactly. They're going to go to the playoffs, either be a first-round exit, or the Cowboys are just not going to make it and be terrible. Whatever. Uh, let's see. Bills, Bills, they... They are the favorites right now. Like, I'm looking at all these, like, posts on Insta from, like, all these, like, like anal- not analysis, um, analysts. Analyst. Jesus. It's, okay, it's been it's a been long, long week. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> but, yeah, as so many people have the Bills as favorites and Josh Allen as the MVP favorite. So, yeah. 
it's the Bills season to prove as well because I'm waiting for the famous Stefan Diggs picture after they lost of him just staring. Yeah. They're gonna if they make the Super Bowl, that picture's gonna be everywhere. It was oh, two yeah. years ago that Stefan Diggs was watching and now he's in the set. Super Bowl. But yeah. now he's in the Super Bowl. Revenge season and two yeah. tough face emojis. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I look like I think well for the Giants, I'm just hoping they win like five or six games. I literally don't care at this point. My expectations six would be so, good. They yeah. are, like my expectations with this team are so unbelievably low and they somehow managed to like lower my expectations every single year but you know we'll see we will see but i think it's it, like with the amount of people that are choosing the bills there's no way they're gonna win the super bowl yeah like they, like they are so jinxed at this point like there's no reason why they shouldn't like if they have everybody healthy and nothing goes wrong it should be them versus it should be like them and like the chargers in the afc championship game like the bills should win because they just have more experience in the mm-hmm. playoffs. And then it should be either the Bucks or the Rams and on the NFC side. And the Bills should absolutely win. Because during the game right now, they look very, very good. So, they do look very good, right? They look very good against the reigning Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. So I think they should win. I that They are still my prediction to win. But with Everybody saying they're going to win. There's literally no shot they're going to win now. Hey, if you think about this right now in another universe, Josh Allen won the coin toss, and this would have been the Super and Bowl. Yes, you you are so right. In another timeline, that fifty fifty chance it's split, and then the Bills went on to win the Super Bowl that year instead. Yeah. But I, what's very <sighs> what's very interesting about this season is a lot of teams have a lot to like. This is a year of like proving themselves. I mean, I you could just go down the list about like. The number, like, I didn't feel like last year that many people had things to prove. Um, mm-hmm. This year, ever like, pretty much everyone does. If you just go, like, to, for our Eagles, Raj and I are Eagles fans, Jalen Hurts has everything to prove. Tua Tungabula, yeah. Tungavailoa has, ever, has everything to prove. Oh, um, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence Trevor has a lot Lawrence has, yes. has a lot to prove. Zach Wilson, when he comes back, has a lot yeah. to prove. Trey Lance has something to prove. Danny Dimes, Saquon has Barkley, something to prove. like, yeah. Danny Dimes, Saquon Barkley, Justin Herbert, um... I think Patrick Mahomes has something to prove. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill with him now. It's like, what, what? Oh, God. The what? receiver caught the pass and oh. got it stripped out of his hands, and it's an interception for Josh Allen. L. Sometimes, sometimes L. you're the bug, sometimes you're the windshield. See, this L. is what I hate about fantasy. It's the receiver's L. fault, and they make it still the quarterback's loss. L. For, con- for context, people, uh, in the Bills game, uh, an interception happened, and Raj is pretty upset for his fantasy team, but we are going to keep rolling there. Um, but anyway, like, a lot of people have a lot to prove. Um, either someone, like, there's going to be disappointment this year. Like, not every team is going to get what they want. Obviously, yeah. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the fallout, because yeah. I could probably name 10 teams that if they won the Super Bowl, I would not be overly shocked. And I'm going to do, do a little experiment here. I would not be shocked if the Chargers won the Super Bowl. I would not be shocked if... The Chiefs won the Super Bowl. I would not be shocked if the Broncos won the Super Bowl. I would not be shocked if the Bills won the Super Bowl. And I would not be shocked if... Um, I'll just say the Raiders. I wouldn't be shocked if they won the Super Bowl. That's five on the AFC. Yep. On the NFC side, I would not be shocked if the Bucks won the Super Bowl, the Rams won the Super Bowl. I'm going to be honest on that. I would not be shocked if the Packers won the Super Bowl. No. Um, 49ers, I would not be shocked if they won the no. Super Bowl. Especially if Lance and is then, good. Yeah, exactly. Especially if Lance is good. Um, that's four on that side. That might be... It on that side, but that's still but nine probably, teams that you can. That's still nine teams winning the Super Bowl, and and I think I might. Uh, oh, I forgot the Bengals, um, oh, yeah. and and the Ravens, and the Ravens. That's eleven teams I could see winning the Super Bowl. Yeah, um, 
do do I think that some of those have outside chances? Yeah, but um, that's eleven teams that you think have a chance, and that's what's crazy about everyone picking the Bills to win is, and I mean, I think the Bills. I just said it. I think the Bills can win a Super Bowl, but so many people are picking them, and it's now just, suddenly people are yeah. starting to realize why are why is everyone picking the Bills? And they are a good team, and I think they should probably be around the fourth best odds to win the Super Bowl. But like, there's a lot of good teams, so I don't understand why so many people are picking them. I know it's and also like I don't know why people are underselling how good the Rams are still like they have everybody back on that roster. Rams are my pick for, to go back, except, except for Andrew Whitworth, Whitworth. except Whitworth and yeah. Odell, but they replaced Odell oh, with Allen Robinson, Von Miller, and Von Miller. But like again, it's like it's they're still the Rams, mm-hmm. and it's of course everybody's got their uh, their critiques of like oh well they they can't they keep trading their first round picks well. Go kiss their Lombardi trophy they have in the in their locker room now. Yep. Like I don't know what to tell you. It works. They and just you go know what happened to their first play. round pick? They sent his ass to Detroit. <laughs> mm-hmm. The last time, yeah, the last time they drafted somebody in the first round was Jared Goff, and they're like, "Hey, let's never do that again, ever." Mm. Wait, what quarterbacks from that draft class are still playing? Like from starting Goff's draft class? Because I know Wentz. It's Wentz. Wentz is Goff. starting. Wentz is starting. Goff is starting. Goff is starting for Detroit. Who else is from that class? You're really, you're really like trying to like pull out my knowledge, like the 2016 NFL draft. Like I have no idea who. I don't that remember draft. what yeah. the QBs were from that draft. I don't know. So we'll just skip. I think we should just skip this segment. Nah, Raj. Pass. I don't, we don't have know. Where, I don't, I don't okay. think it's landing. We need Jacob here for this. <laughs> oh yeah, it's just the encyclopedic knowledge of just exactly. any random crap you need. <laughs> yep. Um, oh my god. Raj, what's your outlook for the Eagles season? Listen, in a perfect world with all the weapons we have on paper, we are definitely going to finish above 500. I'm, I'm locking that in. We should definitely finish above 500. That's 1, your bar? Is that's above 500? I'm not done. I'm not done. Okay. 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 Hold on. Also, I'm, I'm, not I'm not finished. I'm not finished. But being a fan of a lot of Philadelphia teams, I am very used to disappointment year and year and year again. So I don't want to be too hopeful here. I think the Eagles are going to win the NFC East. I think they're going to definitely going to win the NFC East. A playoff push-wise, I don't know how far we're going to make it, but I'm just setting it at... Are you saying, like, wild-card, divisional, like, championship game? Nah, like I'm getting there. Okay. Give me a second. So, <laughs> setting the line at, I, I hope the Eagles finish above 500. That's a lock. And I think they're going to play in the wild-card game, and that's all I'm leaving it at. Okay. So you think they're going to be wild card exits? I like I said, that's all I'm leaving it at. Here's where I'll go one further than Raj. If they don't win the first round playoff game, then the season was a disappointment. They made that game last year. They acquired AJ Brown. The whole roster just simply got better. Like literally, no one left. Yeah, the whole team is running it back. Except this time now, you have AJ Brown, um, James Bradbury. You have, Gain- you have Gainwell, who we drafted, which just puts more depth. You have James Bradbury. You have George um, Jordan Davis, Hassan Red. Hassan Reddick, yeah. um, Kobe Dean, Jordan Davis. Like, the, the roster is really good. Yeah. I don't care if you get the Rams in the first round. It, like, that, that sucks. Sometimes you have to do better than you did last year. And the thing is, I think about the Eagles is that they're just one of those teams that, like, they're almost like the 49ers in a sense. So, like, they're just one of those teams you don't really want to play. Like, when they're playing well, like, it doesn't matter what their record is. You don't want to be playing them because they will fight hard till the bitter end. Unless they're trying to tank, which, you know, we'll throw that one out the window. But as another asterisk. Um, yeah. But, like, they are just, like, 
Still bad? What, that you guys actively tanked and got us knocked out of the playoffs? I couldn't give less of a damn. It's the Giants, okay? They're going to get smoked anyway. Who cares? But, no, because my thing that always pisses me off is that every year the Cowboys somehow are still Super Bowl contenders above the Eagles. And I hate both of those teams. Don't get me wrong. But why on God's green earth are the Cowboys ranked higher when they actively got worse in this offseason? Like, across the board. They lost their number I, one receiver. They lost their they, they lost both tackles, one to free agency, one to injury. They lost one of their key edge rushers to free agency. They didn't draft well. What did they do well? Nothing. They you, literally got go, worse. And if you go position by position, um, the Eagles' offensive line is better. Yes. The Eagles' wide receiving core is better. The Eagles' yes. tight end is better. And the yes. Eagles' running backs are better. So the only yes. thing the Cowboys are better at is quarterback. Yes. Um, and then on the defensive side of things, the D line for the Eagles is going to be better. They are um, monsters I, up front. The Cowboys have a better linebacking core. Um, the Eagles have a better cornerback core. Yes, and probably, and I don't know about safety. I don't know about stuff. Eagles like are going to be the only thing because, like, Cowboys. Oh, we got we got uh, Gardner. Uh, Gardner. Yeah. Johnson. Well, I um, think we're so better we're, than CJG. Yeah. Like you are. Yeah. yeah that's because I think he might be. Oh, he might be a slot corner, but he again still. It's like he played most snaps at the slot. Yeah. Yeah. So he like. And again, fine. They have um, Trayvon Diggs, who is the Jameis Winston of the defense. We all know this, that like he gets a lot of interceptions, but then he also gives up a lot of yards. But overall, the Eagles have so much depth of talent, it's crazy. Fine, maybe they don't have the number one at everything, but the fact that they have Darius Slay and James Bradbury is a disgusting combination. Because Darius Slay can hold his own as a number one, and if you got... One of the I think CJGJ or uh, Gardner Johnson CJG yeah CGJ yeah is I think he might be the best slot corner in the league like he is really good and having James Bradbury as a number two corner is ridiculous like that is absurd like he had a Pro Bowl year like two years ago he was like Darius, eh, on the Giants last year but Darius, Darius Slay was ranked number like two by Pro Football Focus he's yeah. really good in coverage um he's like it's like Jalen Ramsey and Darius Slay. Yeah, um, he does not. He does not get a lot of flashy interceptions, but that's because he doesn't no. go for them. He tries to lock down his guy. He doesn't like. It's he doesn't him. like. Yeah, r- yeah. Risk risk jumping routes. He doesn't lose his position on the back line. Like you just see their just play happen with the Rams. Um, like their cornerbacks like laid off, but they were able to make the tackle. Like Trayvon Diggs like runs for those balls and tries to intercept them. Which like when you get takeaways, it's great, but when you get burned, it's really bad. Um, yeah. So the Eagles have a really good team. Um, they need to win a playoff game this year, mm-hmm. or Jalen Hurts. Unless it's not a Jalen Hurts problem. Jalen Hurts is not going to be on this team next year. I agree with Justin on that. Jalen Hurts cannot perform with all this talent on the team. We're either drafting someone or we're trading him away and getting someone else. And that sounds harsh, but not only do I think that's what what should happen, um, the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts after Carson Wentz two years ago was going to win the MVP award until he hurt his knee. Like they were ready yeah. to move off Carson Wentz really like that fast. So yeah, they're going to move off. We have two first round picks next year, maybe three. Um, they're going to move up. They're going to draft a quarterback or they're going to trade those picks and try to get a quarterback who might not be happy with the situation, um, which we can hope can happen if like the team doesn't perform well. Um, so the Eagles have a lot of expectations this year. I'm excited to watch what they do. I didn't get to watch a lot of Eagles games last year. Cause I couldn't like, wasn't in market, but then NFL dropped this whole NFL live plus thing. So now I can watch their games. So that's pretty hype. Um, <laughs> So sorry, uh, Dalvin Cook's brother, James Cook, right? Yeah. Yep. His first carry, he fumbled. Yep. And that's why he's is he from pick. Alabama. 
No, he's from. Or is he Georgia? Uh, Georgia, I think. Georgia. Yeah. Dalvin watching Tough this luck. game just shaking his head. Yeah. Dalvin watching this podcast just shaking his head. Um. <laughs> but what? Who do you guys think? What team or what player has the most pressure on them this season? Um. Give me a sec. Honestly, I think Josh Allen. Just because of like all the people, just all the talk going around, like that'll probably take a toll on QBs because you try not to let all that talk get to your head. Like, oh, you're like a by far MVP favorite, and your team's by far a Super Bowl like winner, like prediction wise. So like that'll definitely like be be playing in his head as he's maybe throwing a pass or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's a good pick. I mean, yeah, this team hasn't. Uh... Like they were, they should have. They were both. They, oh wow, interception. Um, oh wow, I think I messed up on a fantasy team. That's a bad look. Anyway, um, anyway, um, yeah. I mean, Josh Allen's got a lot of pressure. I mean, he performed well last year, but eventually, like your team needs to do well, even if it's not your it, fault. Um, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm going Justin Herbert. I think the Chargers had the best roster in the league. Um, up and down. So. Yeah. If you had the best roster in the league and you've never made the playoffs, and I, I understand that your division is stacked, like yeah. you get the Chiefs, the Raiders, and the Broncos is a stacked division, but you need to at least make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, and if you don't make the playoffs, like there that te- unless there's like a ton of injuries, that team will sh- has the talent to make the playoffs, and it will be on Joe Burrow. I mean, not Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. So yeah. I think he's got all the pressure in the world, and not I don't think he's playing for his job because he's superbly talented. But like yeah. the the chirps going in the the chirps in the background are going to start saying. He's not a playoff guy. Yeah. If he doesn't win, if he doesn't get to the playoffs this year. Yeah. And I think a lot of that also falls on the coaching and stuff because, like, the some of the decisions that were made were very stupid. But at the end of the day, it's like – Brandon it's Staley good. did not make good decisions last year. That and also their special teams has always been atrocious, like, whatever. But, yeah. I, but again, you were absolutely right. He is, like, in one of those positions where it's like he's going to just be – he's going to start getting scrutinized where it's like, oh, he's just, like, he's a stat pattern. He's going to be like a, like a Matt Stafford for the longest time where everybody just said like, Oh, he's got great stats, but he's not a playoff caliber quarterback. And then the second he gets yep. into an actual decent team, he then goes, makes the Super Bowl immediately and wins it. But that's besides the point. Um, I think somebody that is under a lot of pressure this year. Um, I don't know. I think it's, it's going to be weird for me to say this, but I think Mahomes is under a, bit of pressure this year i can see that not it's not necessarily like the most pressure in the league because i think that could fall onto somebody i could honestly that should be somebody like daniel jones who it's like he has had time and time again where he needs to prove he's a good quarterback or not he's not he's he's playing he's playing for a ton of money because his starting job like that's a guy who's actually like financial like future and like how many generations of wealth you well, can pass on is exactly. like at stake here? Because... Like that's that's a very it's a very different situation though. And then yeah. with Mahomes, it's like it's a very different offense that he's going to be like working with now because they don't have Tyreek Hill. And it's like, okay, well, is Mahomes just going to be able to whip it downfield to somebody like basically who made who? Essentially, it's like was Tyreek Hill just like this like lightning in a bottle player that like allowed Mahomes to unlock his full potential, or is it going to be that Mahomes really is just that guy? and can just work with mm-hmm. anything in front of them. Because I think that's, like, what um, – something that uh, Rodgers has been able to do very well. It's, like, he did, he hasn't had, like – before Devontae Adams, it was, like, Jordy Nelson was, like, his greatest receiver he's ever had. Or, like, Randall Cobb. And it's, like, they are both incredible players, don't get me wrong, but those aren't, like, out-of-this-world talent like Devontae. And it's, like, he yeah. had a lot of people before that that he made look really, really good. So this is going to kind of – 
be almost like a prove it moment for Mahomes where it's like, yeah, I can be that guy that can elevate the players around me. It doesn't necessarily matter who's playing with me, but if we can work together, then we're going to be absolutely filthy. Yeah. Wow. Matt Stafford with that pick he threw looks like he's back in Detroit. That was bad. <laughs> yeah, that it was, was not, really it was bad. Well behind him. Yeah, that was bad. It was. I mean, this is the first week of the season. It's always sloppy. Yeah. Um, what you were going on, Peter, I'm excited to see a mechanical Patrick Mahomes this year. I think he's going to be really tight with the football. I don't think, like, and hopefully he'll lose it up throughout the year, but I think he's going to, like, he definitely, um, he's known for, like, getting into, like, slums where he's not really, like, focusing on his footwork and he's just being really loose. I think this year you're going to see a lot more, like, he's not going to be wild. Patrick Mahomes is going to be sitting in the pocket, like, being very mechanical and just, like, trying to get first downs instead of going for big shots. And I'm excited to see it because I think he could un- unlock a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hopefully as everyone gets more comfortable as a team maybe starts playing well, he'll like kind of un- go back to his old self a little bit and hopefully he'll carry over some of those skills. Cause remember like six games last year, he was like throwing multiple interceptions yeah, a game. Bad. He looked bad and then he kind of got himself together for the playoffs. So it could be good. And I'm just excited to see like, this is the next stage of his career. Like he had a great, I mean, all time beginning of his career, mm-hmm. um, with the weapons he had, but he had Tyree kill. who's like arguably the fastest guy in the NFL and he had t- Travis Kelsey who's one of the best tight ends of all time. Um, and he has a good supporting cast. Um, so you've got the best offensive line in the league, arguably, um, at least one of the best. And he's got a like a wide receiving group. That I think it's it's okay. It's good. It's, it's solid. solid. It's but, different though. That's the thing. yeah yeah. But let's see what he can do with it. And I think this is like exactly. he's now been in the league for five years. I think yeah. So he's, four or he's five a veteran years. now. Like this is he's like, veteran. This is his team like they paid him half a billion dollars to to stay with yeah. him. Like he's got to be able to prove it's like hey, I'm here to stay. It doesn't matter. People can come and go, but I'm going to be consistent. So I think it's really, I think it'll be really exciting. Um, I'm really excited for the NFL season. Cause like I said, I think a lot of teams can win it. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's gonna be a lot of drama and you will hear after week one, either Trey Lance or Tua or Jalen Hurts is going to play bad in week one. And we're already going to start talking about your three quarterbacks and or Danny what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Or Danny. Well, we're, I, he's going to play awful out. anyway. It's fine. But there are so many people that are going to be talked about week to week about how they yes. perform. And I mean, for them, that kind of sucks. Before a fan, it's like best. I'm gonna be logging on, clicking first take, clicking first things first. Like all these talk shows every single day. Yeah. Um, and hopefully you guys will click the Watch Athlete podcast. There we go. Wow, Stefan Diggs looks angry. <laughs> well, he, he watched them celebrate yeah. the. He watched them celebrate the AFC Championship game. So he's just just watching like that, like over and over again on his phone, like in the locker room. He's just like it's like just like keeps going back to like the ten second loop of him just standing there with his hands over his head, just nothing but that. Okay, mm. I have a little like thing I want to do real quick. But so on NFL, they posted a thing like predictions for like MVP, offensive rookie, all that stuff. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go through the list and see what you guys want to say about it. Okay. So who do you have for, like before first game going on right now? Who do you have locked in as your MVP for this season? Just based off all preseason stuff and everything from last season and going into this now. Like I know I it's hate, hard to say, but I hate to be like everybody's saying Josh Allen, but like he's got to be like he's got yeah. so much potential to be the MVP this year. He's got mm-hmm. all the weapons he needs. He's got a great everything. Like, he's got to do it. He has to. Aaron Rodgers is going to go 13-4 and four with a bad wide receiving core and win the MVP for the third straight year. Back to back to back. back. That's that a is big take. crazy. That's going to be one of the first oh, It might be the first time in NFL the, history he's going to submit himself as an all-time great. You want to wait? You want to wait for my take right now because I'm about to say something wild. I swear to God, if you say Jalen Hurts. Oh no! Oh no! 
I think you know what it's. We've seen it before. Carson Wentz almost did it until he busted his knee. I think if Jalen Hurts can put be the final piece of the puzzle for the Eagles and hold it all together, I think he can win MVP. Like he has everything he needs to do it. He I want everybody execute. to remember that Raj said this when Jalen Hurts tears his. This is going on the Instagram. Don't worry. That's fine. Let he's it. Gonna, I'll lock it because, in. Because just because you said this, Raj, he's tearing his ACL, <laughs> and he is my fantasy quarterback in two of my leagues, and I hate <laughs> you for that. Right? I absolutely hate. <laughs> okay, you. let's go to the next one. Offensive Player of the Year, Justin Jefferson. Just Justin Jefferson's like an easy pick. Um, I'll go Jonathan Taylor. I mean, it's an easy I'll pick, go, too, but I think. He's <laughs> an Chase. easy pick. Oh, I'll go to Mark Chase. There you go. And the funny thing wow, is, that um, was lit. That's like the top three. three? That was, that's all. That was. Yeah. <laughs> all right, defensive. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to start uh, this one off. I saw him at the low list. TJ Watt's going to win Defensive Player of the Year. I think he's going to, like, with that team this year, they're going to be expected to hold a lot of teams down. Um, He didn't get a lot of love last year, and people were kind of being like, he's got snubbed yet a historic season, I think. Definitely, like, narratives matter. I think he didn't win it last year when he probably deserved to, and I think mm-hmm. he'll win it this year. I'm going to go with the sleeper. I'm going to go with Nick Bosa. He's absolutely disgusting. I think that defensive line got a lot better and they're developing into a much better, like, unit. So I think he's got a good shot to become one of, if not the best edge rusher in the league. Mm-hmm. Just watching his film, it's it's literally just textbook what he's able to do. It's like a work of art. See, this one's hard for me because I'm stuck between two picks. One is a very obvious Aaron Donald. The other one, it hurts my soul to even have to say his name. Say it. I know who you're going to say. Micah Parsons. Yeah, he's absolutely filled. Like, like, I hate to say it, but, like, he is is a very good at what he does. He is that guy. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah, he is. Yeah, Micah Parsons is ridiculous. Um, He has a great chance to win it, but he won it last year, correct? You want defensive rookie of the year? Yeah, defensive rookie of the year. Okay. Yeah. Never mind and, then. Okay, so going off of that, um, offensive rookie of the year. Give me Pickett or give me Death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> give me Jamison Williams when he comes back from his injury. That's that's a very valid pick. He could yeah. be absolutely. Filthy. Okay, I'll change mine just to if Kenny if Kenny eventually starts. I'll you traitor. It. No, you but wait, traitor. wait. It's not, I'm not going away from the Steelers, George. And that's Pickens. Yeah. He is going to throw. Yes. I I don't know if they play the Cowboys this season, but I want to see him throw Trevon they, I don't think the they ground. Do. No, I don't think they do. Ah. He is going to be tossing fools the entire season. Yes. It's going to be ridiculous. Uh, defense Rookie of the Year. Uh, it's going to be Aiden Hutchinson. Aiden Hutchinson. Hutchinson. He looks filthy. He is Jordan just... Davis. <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> As Jacob would say, he's just off. He's just a gap filler. He doesn't do anything. I'm taking Davis. <laughs> oh my. Okay, last one. Coach of the year. Coach of the year. Matt Lafleur. Matt Lafleur. Give me Staley. Give me I think Staley. <laughs> Nick Sirianni. Shut up! Oh my god. <laughs> The Eagles are gonna get like they're not gonna win the division now. Jay- Jalen Hurts this. is gonna Jalen Hurts is gonna win MVP. Nick Sirianni is gonna win Coach of the Year, and Jordan Davis is gonna win Defensive Rookie of the Year. It's, <laughs> like, this is all great. of them are tearing their. And Darius, Darius Slay is gonna be the first cornerback in a long time to win Defensive Player of the Year. Offensive oh Rookie of the Year, well, no. Kenneth um, Gainwell. Twenty eighteen, Steph. Wasn't it uh, Gilmore won Defensive Player of the Year? Did he? I thought. 
No, Maybe I might be wrong. wrong. I might that, be wrong. Maybe he's a Pass rushers have won it a lot recently, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll I could be wrong. I'm trying to think. What other rewards do they give out the NFL honors? Um, Let me see. Who who oh, do we pick to win Walter Payton Man of the Year award? 2019, <laughs> uh, Stephon Gilmore. Um, okay, Gilmore yes. 19. Yeah, but then b- before that, it was like literally zero. Yeah. Orders. Okay, go ahead. Right. Yeah, Justin, who do you think's winning Walter Payton Man of the Year? I think I'm going to have to do it. I think it is a lock for... You have no idea who you're about. <laughs> Joey Bosa is going to win Walter Payton Man of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> I um, think it's going to be Devin Singletary. You heard it here first. I am going to say... Wait, Raj, who do you think it's going to be? Devin Singletary. I think it's going to okay. be Jason Kelsey. Has he won Valid? it? Oh, Jason Kelsey's a good pick. That oh, imagine if pick. the Eagles won. Jalen Hurts won MVP. <laughs> Nick Sirianni, Coach of the Year. Jordan Davis, defensive pl- Rookie Defensive Player of the Year. Darius Slay, Defensive Player of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year is Miles Sanders. And Jason Kelsey tops it off a great Miles season. Miles Sanders ain't a rookie, dude. Offensive player of the year might be. Okay. Um, and then, uh, who do we think? Kenneth Gainwell as oh RB2 converts to wide receiver slot, has a historic season, <laughs> wins offensive rookie of the year, and the cap it off, the Eagles win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl MVP is also Jordan Davis, and then Jason Kelsey accepts the Walter Payton Man of the Year award. I hope you realize that now yeah. because you said this, they are all Great. tearing their ACL, including Sirianni. <laughs> Sirianni will tear his ACL because you said this. They're all going to be out for the entire season. Oh, my God. Uh, last award I can think of off the top of my head, Comeback Player of the Year. Kimmy uh, McCaffrey. Bold. I'll say Quan Barkley. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think who got hurt last season. Who didn't get hurt you last could season? Do, uh, you could do Nick Bosa. Oh, oh yeah. Sleeper. Can I get a sleeper? Yeah, go yeah. go for it. Dur- Derwin James, if he's on a really good roster really for the Chargers. Good. That's good. If he's on a good Chargers team and that team plays really well, de- really well defensively, um, that could be really good for him. Oh wait, you know what? Didn't, didn't get hurt last year. It was the year before. That I got so all the running backs on the do- Ravens. All of the running backs <laughs> on the Ravens. From the Ravens. <laughs> the all Ravens the- roster. <laughs> they all a, com- a committee ACL. award. Yeah. A committee award. Yeah. Yeah. The Ravens running core. The Ravens running core. God, just the the Ravens and Titans teams from last year who just got injured to hell and back. <laughs> so bad. Feel so bad for them. That was, that was insane. That's but all I, the NFL I think, awards I know. So, yeah. well, that's good because I think we're going to transition off of the NFL because we are going to talk about oh Tearless God. Tuesday. We're talking about it again I'm on about the to podcast. Start so for those who don't know, if you don't follow the Instagram, go follow Watch Athlete Podcast on Instagram. Drop it a like this week. We followed this meme. You can see it on our screen if you're watching live. If not, I will narrate it for you. Essentially, there are animals on our screen, and you have to pick two, and they will defend yourself, and the rest will come to kill you. So here are the options. You can get 50 eagles, 10 crocodiles, 3 brown bears, 7 ox. Okay, so first of all, 50 hawks, 10 crocodiles. It's 3 grizzly bears. Okay. Specifically grizzlies, yes. Oh, God. (laughs) Wow, production going hard right now. Uh, yeah, so seven bulls. Yeah. One seven hun- bulls. Yeah. One hunter, 15 wolves, um, 10,000 rats, yes. five, what do you call them, those? Silverback gorillas, yes. Silverback gorillas, and then four lions. So essentially, what the tier list does is in the top row, you put the two that you want to defend yourself with, all the rest will try to kill you. 
So we did this for our tier list Tuesday, and we have our tier list that I think we're really passionate about. Very. And then we also have four uh, four viewers who sent their tier list in that we're going to get react to because Peter has been hot about this. So Peter, tell me like, have why this piqued your interest and why you're very passionate about your so, list. So listen, okay. So I need to make this very clear. I just randomly saw this meme the one time. I forget when I saw this. And I do bring this up to people kind of periodically. And there is a correct answer. And if you say anything else, you are just wrong. And I'm sorry. Uh, because here's the thing. If you look at all these options, there should be one glaringly obvious option that you should be choosing every single time. You could split hairs on the other ones and say, like, oh, this one will be slightly better. Whatever. That one I don't really care about. If you choose anything besides 10,000 rats and something else, you are wrong. Because 10,000 rats is so many rats. And the issue is that people are like, oh, well, they're just rats. They can't do anything. No. Okay. If you have ever seen New York City rats, they are like this big and horrifying. And there's 10,000 of them. They could solo the entirety of everything because there are 10,000 of them. I don't care how weak rats are when there's 10,000 of them. There's so many. And it, it makes me so mad when people are like, oh, like the other two, like, oh, I'll just pick like the lions or whatever. It's like, no, you need to pick the rats and something else. You absolutely have to. <laughs> oh my why? Raj. Raj, stop spinning the screen. You're gonna give our you're gonna give our viewers a seizure. So now that we talked now we've explained like what the rest Raj. I'm gonna, I'm gonna i'm gonna beat you um what we're gonna do is we're gonna go over our tier list so peter i will keep going with you yes in your two defenders tier okay i thought there we go in two defenders tier you have rats and 50 hawks Ten thousand rats 50 hawks so wait that's not and then you have everything oh wait maybe i, I had the bears doubled. oh wait no sorry i put i looked at raj my b um Jesus. you have two three grizzly bears yes and ten thousand rats yes okay so my idea is the ten thousand rats are slowing down basically anything and i do understand where people are coming from with the hawks like you know okay they're aerial whatever but here's the thing grizzly bears are like eight feet tall like almost a thousand pounds and have like actual knives in their hands, like with claws. They are swatting those hawks away like nothing. And anything else that's even coming close is getting completely stopped dead in their tracks by the thousands of rats in their way. Because you know, the the one argument I've seen is like for like maybe like gorillas or something like that. But here's my thing. A bear is gonna beat a gorilla one on one. Period. But here's the thing. If you have a bear and then let's say 50 rats, right? Let's just say 50. There's still 9,950 rats left, okay? Those 50 rats are just distracting anything else. Because sure, maybe they're not doing a lot. They're like, you know, maybe nipping and whatever. But they, Even though they have pretty decent, like, teeth and whatever. But they can be nipping at whatever. But they can climb things. So they would be climbing up said gorilla going at eyes and anything else that is like somewhat vulnerable. And then bears are just cleaning up what's left because they are actual walking tanks and can fight like moose and moose are enormous. They are not like horses. They are like 10 feet tall. They are ridiculous. 
but bears like hunt them and it's ridiculous. So bears and rats are soloing anything on that list. And crocodiles are just useless in anything but water, except that rats and bears can both swim. And I'm taking bears. Like, I'm sorry. That's the only right answer. It's the only answer. Valid. My whole logic was, you know, have the ground and aerial assault, but I mean, I see where you're coming well, from. No, too. no, no. Your, your thing is like, <laughs> oh, the, the hawks will pick up the rats and then drop them down like paratroopers. No, they're still animals. You can't just be like, oh, they're going to form an air force in the middle of this. So they're going to be like PJs. Like, no, you can't yes. do that. <laughs> okay. So, Raj, let's, take, let's take a second to go through Raj's list. So Raj has 10,000 rats and 50 hawks in his top tier. He says that defeating every other animal will be pretty easy. And then he put face on a t-shirt, LOL, with a guy <laughs> shooting a gun. So, Raj, explain your tier list. So, face on a t-shirt, uh, LOL, for the get dude with the double barrel shotgun, he's done no matter what. Maybe you can take out one rat or one hawk. Or, no, he <laughs> has to take out more than one rat. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll give He'll, him that much. Yeah. <laughs> He'll take out multiple rats, maybe two hawks if he has a good shot. Yeah, but, human, but then anything uh, else is smoking them. Human, gone. Yeah. Uh, my whole thing was, so I did say the paratrooper thing is a joke after the fact. My initial th- thought was, okay, if I have quantity of that many rats, I'm good on the ground. And ho- the thing with hawks are, they can always just swoop in from above. But you, Peter does also bring in valid points with the bears and everything. So I still kind of, I still like my whole ground air assault thing. Having the rats on the ground nibbling away while the hawks just swoop down and start pecking at their eyes. Fair point. That's fine. That's fine. You still chose the rats, so it's it's fine. Yeah. But someone here did not choose the rats, and that is Sir Justin Curtis. You are psychotic. has, Has always the best tier list. So here's what's going on here we got 50 hawks and five gorillas. You are an idiot. The two defenders tiers. Listen up here, people. Take notes. The bears, absolutely useless. There's a 0.0001% chance that the grizzly bears are defeating 50 hawks. Outright. 0% chance. The hawks will tear them apart. There's 50 of them. That means that you have, like, 15 per bear to attack. So you're saying gorillas are going to do a better job? Than the bears? Yes. Absolutely. Oh my gorillas god, are you're way, an idiot. Gorillas are way more coordinated creatures. Way more coordinated creatures. What, because they can and move a stick? They don't fight. They bite that, things. Do you see that thing? Do you? I would rather, I would much rather fight a bear than a, than a gorilla. You gorilla are would tear insane. Me apart. Tear you me are apart. insane. You are so wrong. You are so Gor- wrong. I would take five gorillas over three bears. Okay. No problem. I might take one gorilla over one bear, if I'm being you honest. You are. You are insane. But if, I, but if I'm getting five gorillas over three bears, absolutely taking the gorillas. But anyway, I don't even need the gorillas to defeat the bears. The hawks got it. That got covered. Ready? Seven of the bulls or whatever that also tells the hawks would take care of that. What are you doing against 10,000 rats? There's 10,000 of them. I'm getting to that. <laughs> um, so that's the bulls are in low difficulty. Yeah, also in low difficulty, the wol- wolves. Come on, really? Like the grills got the wolves handled, and so did the, the hawks. The hawks are taking care of everything on the on the low tiers, including lions, wolves, bulls, bears. No problem, right? Ten crocodiles. The issue the crocodiles propose is that their skin is tougher. But I still think at the end of the day, the fifty hawks, they're fine. The crocodiles they can look up. 
I don't think so either. But you got you gotta eventually get close to them anyway. But again, I think I think the gorillas are taking care of that too. Gun the gun proposes a little bit more of an issue, right? Because a gun would take down a hawk, and a gun would also take down a gorilla. Do you uh, understand there might be some what resistance. this is? No, 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 I do understand what I'm saying. Is I'm, I'm just taking it for reference like, as a gun, not like a semi-automatic, but I'm not trying to be like he's going to have to take one shot and then take like a, a long time to reload. Yeah. But I'm saying he will definitely kill. Like, I'm, I'm pretty convinced that no, no one on my low difficulty tier is even killing one of my animals. The gun would kill a couple of them. 10,000 rats. Listen, I understand 10,000 is a big number. I also understand rats, and they would run away. No, I no, don't no. think okay, wait, you're, you're, they okay, would fight. You're confused. You are confused as to what this is. It is not about like how they would actually act in real life. These are bloodlust. Like they are trying to kill you and trying. To no, no, no. Them. Because that doesn't. Okay, number one. Sure. Let's say that. Say that the rats are specifically trained to go kill. Right. Yes. I still think the hawks and the gorilla present a big enough threat, a big enough front. That, again, they're not going to really attack. And I'm sorry, you're going to say they're bloodless rats. I don't know that. I just, I'm just saying I got 50 rats, the and they're trying the... to. I think if 50 rats had the intent oh, to come kill me, all these they... animals in here, they're not going to just instantly start fighting. They're just going to walk away from each other. They're animals. But I'm saying even I'm saying if the ra the rats were put like if we were put in an arena and they were the rats were told you need to go like they were programmed to go kill me and I was sitting in the center and I was defended by these bad boys. The the rats, I think they'd be fronted with the apes and with the hawks, and they wouldn't they wouldn't attack. And even if they did attack, I think it would take a long time. They're, they're in a, they're in the high difficulty tier. I don't think it's gonna be an easy task. But everyone I keep talking to about this keeps saying that the rats are gonna like come. There's ten thousand. They're gonna come attack. I would train my rats to go attack you. Like you're gonna train rats to come kill. You don't have the, the time for this. Of, that's you're dude. delusional. Okay, so why would the gorillas or the hawks defend you? Are you training them? Well, for the two defenders here, of course they're going to have to know that you have to That's defend them. That's the point of the discussion! No, 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 I'm, I'm oh saying that the rats would come and kill me. I am saying that the rats are told to come and kill me. What I am saying <sighs> is that they didn't, they don't know, their, their goal is to kill me. They don't know their goal is to also, they have to kill the hawks and the gorillas to get to me. And I, I think the hawks are swooping down back and forth, picking one off by one off. They'd get scared and they'd run away. Okay. Raj, can you do some, Raj? Can you do some math for me real quick? Yeah. Um, can you divide out uh, 10,000 divided by what? Um, it should be 2,000. It should be roughly 2,000. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay. So one hawk can get what? Two rats, three rats at a time? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's max 100. Don't forget my, don't forget my apes on the front. Okay, so Just that's punching it right that when it comes max out. A hundred and fifty rats, but I'm not even saying. Go. But I'm saying my that they're going to be deterred by my by my forces. What are you? We, we're not doing intimidation factor in this. We are totally. That's part of this. What do you mean? Alright, if we're just making God. up rules, my birds got metal claws and nukes on them. Then, like. What? No, no, because I didn't put anything. I'm just going with how animals would behave in the given situation. Yeah, and gorillas and I'm still, aren't I'm still naturally giving... aggressive. So why no, would they but do they're, it? But they're, but they're defensive. Okay, so and then saying, if and they're my defenders. are attacking me, then why why would they do anything then? Why would they try to well, fight a bear if they don't have Well, to? no, 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 I didn't. No, no, see, I put gorillas in my defender tier. If they were, if they were in my 
difficulty tier, they would have been a lot lower because they're not really that aggressive. They're probably not going to pose much of a threat or fight. So that's why you put gorillas on a low tier. That's why a what medium difficulty. Even, what Bro are we thinks doing? His, he thinks his gorillas are from Planet of the Apes. Ape, don't kill ape. I don't think y'all understand gorillas. I don't I think, think y'all you understand the premise of this meme. No, no, no. I do understand what it's trying to get at. Obviously, if you have 10,000 blood-sucking rats who all coordinate their attack together, yeah, they're going to overwhelm everyone. That's the whole that's point not, of that's it. Not, that's not reality. That's a stupid lie. Obviously, this isn't reality. That would be making, making like a dream. That would be making like the dream team of the NBA and be like, yeah, we're going to put them in the G League. I bet they'll win the championship. Like, that's ridiculous. That's the point! So how I chose to interpret the realist is that the rats want to kill me, but they don't know about the other animals. They're probably going to be deterred. Some will fight, and they'll die, and others will try to run away because they're not going to like my gorillas down there scaring them, okay, and then the hawks are just going to sweep on. Half of they the might rats don't hell, fight. That's still 5,000 rats. The hawks might even, make, the hawks might even like, line, flap their wings a little bit, get some wind gusts, rats this out. This isn't Pokemon! <laughs> Bro, what? <laughs> Dude, you are just... Go? Like, gust. like, you are just saying things what? at this point. What are these things? Like, what are the, just this, saying this, this argument that the rats are gonna go fight and go take take everyone down is That's just ludicrous. That's not what they're gonna do! Oh, oh my god. Justin, be it's like... It's stupid then. Oh Raj, no, every, all the listeners can't see you. <laughs> oh my god. Go! Swipe my rats away, guys! Oh my god. The rats would not fight. What? The, nothing You're making would an fight. assumption! Nothing would fight them. I am making I make assumptions about a lot of things. I'm gonna make assumptions right if here. The rats that, aren't okay, gonna fight. If we're making assumptions here, you're saying the rats aren't gonna fight. A lot of those animals won't fight then, also. Oh, I, t- I also agree with that discussion. Uh, so then what's that point. the point of the entire discussion if they're not going to fight? Because it's stupid. That's a tier list. I oh, know, my, my God. <laughs> so wait, so in, I, in my, what, what I'm hearing is that you <laughs> agree if the rats in this scenario act the way they're supposed to. No, uh, no, 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 no. I'm in saying this if the scenario, rats, if the rats were programmed in their brains to kill me and also kill animals in the way it of me. It says it in the meme. To defend and you, the others will try to kill you. No, no, no. They try to kill me, not the other animals. They didn't specify the other animals. So I think the other animals would be whoa, a deterrent. Whoa, whoa. It does not matter. There are 10,000 of them. They'll go around you. No, that's not what's going to happen because I got five apes. I would put them around me. The hawks would circle. They would be... Rats would run away. Why are they running away if they're trying to kill you? Because they're scared of the other... They're not trying to kill the other animals, and they're going to be a deterrent. You think a rat is going to be happy to see a big gorilla in front of it? they are trying to kill you. They will kill you by any means. That is the point of this discussion. I, I don't think so. I think you guys Why? are way overestimating the power of the rats. What the it's hell? What are you lud- ludicrous. What are you saying? Justin, this discussion, Justin this discussion right is now, ludicrous. You are a clown. You are a clown you're that a clown. is stupid technicalities to prove your point. Because you know you're wrong. People listening know that I'm right. So you can put it in Why? the comments section. Why are you just saying they wouldn't attack? The entire premise of this entire thing is that... Raj, try take, to turn off your you. screen. No. Don't turn off your screen. But it's like, who are trying to defend you? Obviously, in real life, they aren't going to defend you. They are animals. 
Obviously, in real life, rats aren't going to try and fight anything. They're rats. Obviously- I also would like to be given... I'd also be like, given the context, I did not see the meme. I was never presented the meme upon making this tier list. So, the, the specification of the others are trying to kill you was I not clear. I sent it in the chat! There's you did receipts. not send the meme in the chat. I said the, I said what it it said the exact same thing. Hang on, I'm going. Regardless, into. regardless, I'm still going to stand on the technicality that the rats are going to be deterred by the other animals. You just, but again, oh I agree. God. I agree. It's going to be high difficulty. I don't think it's going to be an easy task to get rid of the rats here. But I just think that they're going to be enough. They're going to be deterred enough. And yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm sticking with. Okay, and let people me can let me know in the comments. Pick two of the options to defend you. The others try to kill you, and you can make however many rows to explain how much trouble those other options will give your defenders. The number also got a bit cut off, so if you need clarification, let me know. We also he said, did, also, yeah. Also, again, I, I did specify that if the rats are trying to kill me, and they will also kill the other animals in the way, and they coordinate their attack together, then, yeah, they'll kill, They'll probably kill me. And that probably would be OG. But also, you're choosing the 10,000 rats to defend you. I'm not sure 10,000 rats are really going to be that good defenders, because any hawks are just going to fly right over them. Okay, okay. So, what, like, because if you, so you're choosing 10... Okay, look, if you think about this realistically, none of these options are going to be able to win. Like, it's not about... It's about which, option, which two options are going to give you the best chance of surviving. Obviously, if you actually think about it, if you have all the other options combined, they'll probably end up winning against no matter what two defenders you have. But Pierre, I'm just saying, look at your list here, right? Right? Yeah. Bear, grizzly bears, ten thousand rats. They're trying to defend you. Yeah. What? You're you're dead. Just by like, why? Send you. I'll put two hawks in. So there's two singular hawks. You're not winning. Okay. You think your grizzly bears and your rats are going to stop a hawk? You're dead so, in seconds. Okay. So. Let's think about that. How can a hawk attack me if it's up in the air? It's going to swoop down, and the grizzly bear is not as tall as you are. Even if it's close to as tall as you, it's not going to be fast enough to swipe the hawk out of the air. And the rats aren't going to do stuff. They're just going to be sitting over there doing rat behavior. Justin, grizzly bears are eight feet tall. Eight feet like- tall? What? I don't, I don't know the technicalities of how tall. They're not going to get up fast enough to knock down the hawks. And all it takes is for one hawk to take its freaking, like, beak thing or whatever it's on its face and just drill it into you and you're dead. He could also just, you know, hit the floor. I could also just get low and sit under a bear. If that I want too. To, or something like that. Like, obviously... Well, then the, bear, then the bear would kill you. Okay, and then the hunter's just gonna... I don't think a bear's gonna appreciate you sitting like, under it. Well, because yeah. then, like, then the hunter's just gonna stand back and shoot me from a distance. Like, it doesn't... Obviously, if you think about this, it's not gonna work. Obviously, this meme okay i'm sorry it's a meme who cares but it's which two options are going to give you the best to survive and it's ten thousand rats and three grizzly bears the grizzly bears can fight the hawks okay they absolutely- i think the rats are useless defenders why because they're not going to do anything to defend you you the hawks if you have hawks attacking you the the purpose of the rat okay, is very you little. Also, have everything else attacking. Let's think about that for a second. You, I'm saying I think I had the, the best two. I think I had the best two defending options against everything combined versus you guys. And the only technicality you're trying to get my list on is the rats. But I think the rats are like one of the worst defenders you could possibly have there. So, who's the real winner here? Because you're just saying it. Like you're just saying the rats aren't going to do anything. Because you just say they're going to get scared. And that doesn't make sense. 
Well, I agree that if they were blood sucking rats and they were gonna kill everything in their path, then like they would be they would be good attackers. But I still think they wouldn't be good defenders because like if a lion started running right and just started jumping, the rats wouldn't be able to react fast enough. They'd just be getting squished. The lion would make its way through, just bite your head off. Boom, you're dead. Okay, so if it's a lion is running, how is it gonna get through? Like two thousand rats without getting at least a little bit tired and slowing down, or like how are these rats not jumping on said lion as it's running? Like the rats are gonna jump on the lion. Have, have you, you ever seen, seen rats? Do you think they hop like a bunny? Yes. Have you seen them? Rats don't hop. Have you seen New York City rats? They can move. They this can is, move. A doesn't specify New York City rats. B, if you can tell me that a rat can hop like a bunny, then we're having a different discussion here. I've never seen a rat hop before, personally. Yes, I work I... with mice in my lab, and we, they don't hop. Give me a sec. Meanwhile, we're going to flash through some of our tier list here. We're running out of a little bit of time here, so we're going to go through. Shout out to Kenzie for submitting her tier list on the pod. She has 10,000 rats and 50 hawks in her defenders tier, which would be a popular, pretty popular take. Um... Interestingly, I think good choice. She has the wolves in high difficulty, which makes sense. I would put the wolves over in that situation. I put the wolves over um, the lions and the gorilla because I I think the more wolves you have against the number of rats, I, you don't really stand much of a chance with the hawks there. But and then she has grizzly bears in low difficulty, crocodiles in low difficulty, and also the bulls in low difficulty. So thanks for submitting your list, Kenzie. And we are going to go over to Mark here, who would get once again another person who has rats incorrectly placed in the top tier with the 50 Hawks, another example of that. But th and interestingly enough, he puts the bears in high difficulty versus the last time Kenzie puts the bears in low difficulty. Um, he's giving a little bit of respect to the gun at medium difficulty. Next up, we have Jamie, who submitted her tier list. And... We've got 10,000 rats again in the two defenders tiers, but then the gorillas make their appearance in the two defenders tier, but they had to move the hawks down to high difficulty, which in this situation, I think you'd be pretty screwed against the hawks. There'd be no aerial support. And then again, gun in the useless tier against 10,000 rats, a gun is pretty useless. And then Dempsey's the last person to submit their tier list, and they're going to put the hawks and the wolves in the two defenders tier. They're going to put 10,000 rats in useless tier. So we've got Dempsey over here. I think projecting the same thing that the rats would not fight and they would be deterred, which I Why? totally agree. That they would be deterred. That just doesn't even make sense. It's just saying, oh, yeah, rats don't count. They don't do anything. They're, like, they're not an option. Everything else, though, they'll fight. The crocodiles, for some reason, will start running on land. They won't just immediately leave. The bulls, yeah, they'll fight. But rats, no, they won't. I think as a defending option, the rats are pretty... Not not a great option. Like defend defensive rats are not going to make it work. Offensive rats have a chance. That's again, I have them in high difficulty for a reason. Also, oh, you better check the chat right now. I just sent a video of a rat jumping onto a flat surface and climbing up it. All right, let's see here. And then after this video, we're going to close out the pod so it doesn't get too long. Let's see what we got over here. I don't know what the context of this video is at all. <laughs> like, it's so. <laughs> this is really out of context too. That's a pretty good jump, but I, I again, I don't really think they're gonna jump onto the lion like that. That rat was pretty impressive though. He's cute. He's a cute rat. That was a pretty good hop, but again, 
I don't really think that this is there's a reason um that the title of the video is super high rat jump and then there and if you look in the description after one failed attempt this rat makes a huge jump because he's jumping onto a flat surface a completely vertical angle and he jumps onto and, it and climbs it um and then Brett also on this video commented that he jumped about two and a half feet tall which I'm gonna guess that lions might eh, depends but I'm still like I'm not still buying this rat debate. I do respect the rats being an S tier. I'm not gonna say it's a ludicrous take, but I think as defenders, rats are pretty pointless. They're just wrong, and that's what you ultimately chose. Well, that's the thing you. is that like if you you have to choose them as defenders because there's no way to defend against them. There's ten thousand rats. Yeah, but I have a better chance getting defending against ten thousand rats and fifty hawks. With I no don't aerial think support. you understand how many ten thousand is. I really don't. I think, think I understand how many ten thousand is. I don't. It's think one it. more than nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. I, okay, you know what? Fine. You're wrong, but you're entitled to your opinion. But I'm right. And with that, halftime of the Bills and Rams game is upon us. The Rams had it up 10-10 going into the half, which will make for an exciting second half. This will be the end of the Watch Athlete podcast. Any boys, do you have anything else to say? No, go Bills. You're delusional. <laughs> You're delusional, Justin. Just had to put and that And on there. that toxic note, this has been the end of the Watch Athlete Podcast. Go to the description below, <laughs> comment on our uh, tier list video, make your own tier list, send us that way. Use code watch 20 at and yeah. we will see you next Kenny Pickett will be O-R-O-Y. <laughs> <laughs>